Beautiful human animals, welcome to the table for fun, health, and more. We'll dig into behavior and living right with some laughs and hopefully a little insight. This is Better Health and World. I am Mac Rogue Jr., a credentialed writer and personal trainer, exploring how to maximize every day of the human experience at Matthew J. Better. Here, as usual, with fellow health enthusiast Joe Newbauer, also our resident MMA historian at Joe Knows MMA. How we live in, everybody. And Gabrielle Tambellin, our in house nursing student at Gabby underscore T. What up, guys? Here that me also, you rookie fight fans and seasoned vets of the purest, best of sport you can follow for your tightest coverage of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts on Better Fight Cast. Subscribe to that and this on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Now, let us dig into the purest, best of everything and anything else right after this word from the legal department. Although Matthew Krogler Jr. is a certified personal trainer, he is not acting in his capacity on this program. All of the information presented here is strictly for educational entertainment purposes. Furthermore, should he reference another person's program or piece of literature, he is not necessarily endorsing every position or opinion that entity might represent. Please consult the appropriate medical professional or professionals before making any serious changes to your diet or lifestyle. Boom! Thanks, legal. Well, guys, I got a couple things we can talk about. Living dangerously with the Nutribullet, another topic that's come up. Um, talk a little avocado. It's always popular in the uh, health circles. Uh, we can talk about other people's opinions of us and making sure these things don't interfere. We're letting them be uh, beneficial but not detrimental or distracting. Uh, as always, a theme that's come up time and time again is humanity reflected through road behavior. Another uh, way to peel back the onion and see the raw underbelly of the animals that we are. Uh, we haven't started off in a while with this question. How are we living? I'm doing pretty well. Nice. Good, um, good, good, good. You know, I, I really feel the effects of when when I had that job where I was sitting at a desk every day. Mm-hmm. And now I'm back to a job where I'm constantly on my feet and running around. And I'm doing that for 40 hours a week. Yeah. And with me doing that again, I feel better i don't feel like this big sack of mush like i did the f- before i don't feel as depressed i don't feel as down i feel more energy um it's nice yeah i also have chosen this line of work over many other possible things up to the up to the moment and it's not going to be my only form of income but i think it's going to continue to be a form of income for me for quite some time because there is something great about it uh, it's not it's I'm, re- I'm learning to re appreciate it too you know you hated it a lot and you were ready to get out when you got out mm-hmm. to join the office world and now you're back and you're much happier you've gained some perspective on it well it's it's, it's that um i one thing i've just learned is i would rather have a job where i am just I don't care about getting dirty. I don't care about getting physical. I don't care about moving around. I don't mind. It is sweating. nice how your entire outfit is one big napkin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, I like being an animal. I like being a pirate. I mean, even this job per se, it doesn't have to be it. I just learned about me. I prefer to have a job where I am running around at least somewhat, at least doing mm-hmm. something physical, staying active. I think that's very important. The, the other job, when I'm sitting at a desk, eight and a half hours a day, 40 hours a week, 
you know, we're not I, meant to. We're not meant to do that. I don't think. I I had every chance to work out. I had time to work out, but when it mentally drains you, you don't want to work out. It just there's something. Well, there's many many offices it. that are adapting and giving people. The, I mean, your this office that you were working for did not, but more and more workspaces these days are giving more options with different kinds of desks, and you get the desks attached to treadmills. Even you mentioned when you first started working there, they had desks with little bicycle wheels mm-hmm. on the bottom. Sounds dope. I would love that. I want that for my house. That sounds awesome. Uh, so, hope maybe that is something that people will, uh, uh, you know, they'll figure it out. You know, invest in the employee and the product will, believe me, even though it doesn't seem like very many businesses are doing this these days. I mean, everywhere I go, you know, service seems stretched. They're trying to get less people to do more work. So, they're, you know, places aren't for short-sighted reasons and profit margins they're not really investing in those people but i think it'll i think the chicken you know the i i don't think that that's going to keep working for much longer i really i really don't and mm-hmm. i think you know there is a growing demand for quality and giving people the chance to i don't know optimize so hopefully there's going to be you know more bicycle chairs and something sales, i was miserable sales cubicles i couldn't do it anymore Treadmills um, in the Matrix. Give us treadmills. I mean, to be that repetitive every day. Or an elliptical or a rower. Like I was saying, at the end of the day, I had to ask myself, when I was staring at it, I couldn't even see myself doing that job for another year, let alone 20. It's funny because you think going into an office, yeah, you're good. You're, this is like, this is a long-term solution. But when you're in that office and you're trying to you know, just sell, 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 and sell. And you're in sell. a cubicle and Get, there's only three walls. Grind it. But you Get, feel like the three it. walls are closing in on you. Yeah. You just, you really do. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't feel like, you feel like there's a fourth wall behind you. Mm-hmm. It was it was the pressure. I also didn't like how micromanaged I was getting. There was a lot of things to it that just had me, I didn't like, it was not a vibe for me. Yeah. Um, I would rather be running, I'd rather be uh, mowing lawns. I'd rather be the trash guy at the at the back of a, a, a pickup, like running out and getting the trash cans, dumping them in, and running back. Like I'd, at least it's active, it's physical. I would rather at the end of a work day be physically drained than mentally drained any day. Mm-hmm. That's just the way I feel. Physically draining yourself is good for you mentally. Mm-hmm. If you're just mentally draining yourself. You are going to be physically drained, but not because you've done anything productive with mm-hmm. your physicality. And that's the worst. Yeah. It is. That's the worst. You've had vending machine food and garbage. Mm-hmm. And, and that's exactly how I felt. How's your diet now? My diet is a lot better. Yeah. Um, it's not perfect. Mm. Trust me. I'm still I'm still. I'm up and down. I best. eat very, very healthy, but I still eat garbage. You know, I'm in pretty good shape and in pretty good health, so I can get away with it. But I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I really go back and forth on trying to just take it to that next i mean to most people i am mm-hmm. at that next level already people think i'm nuts mm-hmm. but like i really want to take it to that next mm-hmm. next level mm-hmm. like, i want that you know i want to i want to live to 100 mm-hmm. i want to live past 100 like, and i want to be spelt <laughs> you know, i want to i want to i want to i want to optimize i want to i want to step off that that beaten path and i mean i already do it a lot but really you know take it to that next level like i was saying you know, I'll stop beating that dead horse. Well, it's that and being a hundred healthy. Whipping that horse, you can see its ribs. Mm-hmm. Beat it so bad. Jerk. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I think this type of job helps you stay healthy. It helps you stay active. 
Mm. I'm, a, I'm just a firm believer in activity and 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 with that type of job just like i know my diet's not there yet we're in a restaurant in case you guys didn't pick up on that there's anybody who just checked <laughs> in for the first time by the way anyway hospitality but um Whoop. my diet isn't perfect i don't eat all bad yeah i mean i i do moderate i don't eat a lot i don't like overindulge like i didn't eat tonight where i felt so full i couldn't move i don't do that often Mm-hmm. That might I might do once a week, and that's usually on Fridays when I get off a long day of work. Yeah. And me and the girlfriend usually have a ritual. We go out every Friday night. We try to get a dinner mm-hmm. um, somewhere uh, that's still open, and then go to Dave and Buster's. And usually that's the one night where. And last time I didn't even overdo it. I've learned mm-hmm. cut back. You know, I'm just even though I'm not eating the best, I just cut back on my portions to where I'm not that uncomfortable. That's a big. Fool. That's a big help. Yeah. Just moderating what you are taking in. That's huge. That's huge because a lot of the a lot of the super palatable, yummy yummy food that we get everywhere is addictive and it makes you want more. It's not the more processed it is, the more carby and sugary it is, the less it really does sate you. So it it can be easy to really go overboard. So it's nice to, yeah, mm-hmm. make sure you're 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 limiting, moderating, mm-hmm. balancing. So I'm not you know I'm not doing terrible with that. I've been. Drinking a little more soda than usual lately. <gasps> That's been something I've been doing. I don't know why I God, go through these spurts where is it regular or is it diet? It's regular. I, I mean, right. I've learned. That's I've learned why. Order, I suppose. Yeah. I, I used to be a diet guy. What do you and, mean? Well, don't do diet. diet. Don't do diet. I've learned. I was raised on Diet Coke. I didn't know. Well, but the I mean, only diet, diet, diet I drink. Don't do it. Is Diet Mountain Dew don't because do of taste, and that's once in a blue moon. Um, it's gonna kill you. And when I say soda, SWAT team's gonna come in and murder you if you drink diet soda. It really that's is. That's what happens. Like, I'm pretty sure. It is one soda a day. All right, but the thing is, I, I pace it out through the day because yeah. I treat soda like a dessert. Mm-hmm. It'll be like one twenty ounce bottle. Uh, today I had zero soda, mm-hmm. um, which is good. Well, if you can have it slowly and have it while you're eating other something else to uh, slow down the, sh- the 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 jolt it gives your bloodstream. And as far as raising your your sugar, your blood sugar, that that can help. I don't know if you're what, what's your so what you know it's your indulgence is it something you have in between meals or with a meal or what do you do? Not that, like, I don't think it makes a huge difference. It's but, like a sip here and there. Yeah. Like I just get a craving for soda. I love Coke. I monster. love Pepsi. You monster. Yeah. <laughs> I typically God. don't have a soda unless oh. I go out to eat. I've kind of gotten that in that habit. I'm disgusted. Of, I drink soda just when I, <laughs> just when I when I go out to you know eat because I like to have it but like in, with yeah the I mean meal. the occasional whatever I mean it's fine yeah. I, eat, I I have stuff that's I've had I've had things that are worse than soda in the last twenty four hours I'm, I'm something sure. about so it's just you, you just gotta soda. choose you just gotta choose it's you know that's, that's some classic Americana too yeah did that Coca Cola in that glass bottle I got Coke I had, I've had I have Coke art I I you know it's you know when I was decorating my domicile one of the things I picked up was from a thrift shop it was a nice thing and one of the mm-hmm. it was a nice painting you know like you know classic american landscape straight from like the grapes of wrath or something and you know farmhousey beat up truck kind of thing and, I, and on the sign there was a huge coke sign and i was just it just felt like a part of our heritage so it's it's there and maybe it is an appropriate part of our heritage because it's so bad but it you know it's fine people just have to be able to make their choices and as long as people are educated about how it's affecting them and they either know to moderate it or know what's going to happen if they don't and they don't care and they make that choice because they like it that much i mean it's their life you know go for it like i don't hold that against anybody you know i mean 
Yeah, but you know, you might only have one chance on this rock. Enjoy it. Do what you want. Do what you Something want. Something about you that want. soda that so crisp bite else. to a Coke. A nice cold Coke. Yeah. It is I've nice. had soda within the last week, at least a taste. Not like a whole soda, but I've yeah. had some. Soda's delicious. There's certain places I go where like I have to have a soda with that meal. But yeah. I don't really drink it at home. I used to drink a, That's good. a lot of soda. A lot of people, was, man. When I was a lot younger. of people treat it like water. You just don't... It's yeah. like you know, but you like willfully forget. Yeah. Like, I, you know... Well, they it's, think that a drink, you can just drink soda all day long. You don't think yeah. that. Yeah. Especially the, the diet yeah. thing really, really freaks me out. Like, once in a while, it's fine, but there's just so much, you know, evidence and information like on the horizon. It's not definite. It's not textbook. It's not set in the stone, but it's just a, a growing wave of thought that the diet things are just terrible for you on many levels. Your brain health, your gut health, this, that, and the other. Not my field of expertise. One of my one of my one of the fields that I'm passionate about, but not my field of expertise. I am wary enough to just avoid the hell out of all of it. And if I am going to drink soda, I think at this point I'd rather just have the pure sugarcane stuff. And I would prefer prefer to get that Mexico stuff where it is the sugarcane stuff because I think our I guess our regular Coke here is high fructose corn syrup and not sugar sugar. And people say that's worse. A lot of people will say it doesn't really make a big difference because mm-hmm. it's still sugar and it's still not going to be great for you either way. You know, processed sugar, less processed sugar. Nah. I avoid it. It's good stuff. Speaking of avoiding sugar, avocados are huge. And it's funny because, like, they, I mean, they're a weird cultural phenomenon. I don't know what you guys think about avocados. I don't know if you're fans of avocados. Do you love avocados? I don't like avocados. You don't like avocados. Great. All right. Um... When I first discovered avocados, I thought that I was blown away. I was like, how the hell has no one told me about this? My parents were not really into eating a lot of, I don't know, produce. <laughs> I was little. They didn't know. Uh, you know, 80s young adults. I, I don't know what to say. Uh, they just they just didn't have the information. They bought snack wells and Diet Coke, and you just can't change their minds. But um, So when I finally had an avocado, I was blown away. And eventually, I overdid it and got tired of them. And now I have, uh, I, I really am not a fan of avocados. And I should be. They are perfect for, you know, I try to really focus on eating a decent amount of, moderated like, amount of healthy fats. They're gonna super say, good for you. I feel like avocados They're for your super diet. Super good for is you. It's like what you, like, I thought that would be like one of the right. mecca. Right. Of what, what, like, like I mean, part of the problem, around. part of my issue with avocados is maybe when I got into them, I got into them too much. Maybe I had too many. I don't know if that was it. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, you can work with an avocado. I, I, they're I, not by standalone. They're not the greatest tasting. God, tell me about it. You gotta really work with them. You gotta. You can season them though. It's a great dip. It's a great dip. Yeah. I. I well, for a while, I was buying those uh, guacamole packs that had like just the bare minimum of extra things added to them, so I didn't have to deal with the avocado. Because one of my issues with avocado is I always I can never get them right. Peaches, yeah. plums, avocados. They, they just hard they, they to find hate perfect. me. They hate me. They want to ruin my life. They want they want to give me false hope. Mm-hmm. You know, it's either too soon or too late with mm-hmm. any of these produce. You get them too soon, it's gross. It's hard. It's it's fighting you back. And if you if you wait, it's zombie. It's zombie produce, and you just you don't want that. You know, you peel finally peel open that avocado, put it in a paper bag. Uh, you know, one of those brown paper bags mm-hmm. on the kitchen table. Just like 12 degrees in the sunlight for like seven and a half hours and then you take it out and put it in, you know put it in the shade so it doesn't get, and then you take it out and it's still big brown spot 40% you know what you know what i had to do with avocado because it's funny you brought up the fight Did it, you hit it with a hammer and flush it down the toilet um well when i used to work for a restaurant when i used to cook 
you know, be a kitchen manager. Would you put lime in over it? I was, no, I was done fighting with avocados <laughs> to make like guacamole. And then we also used uh, avocado for a fresh salad. Um, I was done oh, fighting God. with the fresh produce. What a nightmare. So what I would do is from like the, 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 the vendor from Cisco Foods or U.S. Foods, whatever. Oh, no. I used to have to buy oh, the ones no. that were cryopack. The ones that were like the, in, in, in the... In oh, the, okay. They were like individuals, half an avocado, but they were always fresh. Yeah, our restaurant had those. Yeah. And, yeah, they're um, fresh. They don't freeze them. They're just kept in the fridge. They're kept in that Okay, that that's not where I thought you were going seal, with that. No. I thought you were talking about like, all right, I'm slicing these... These, these, no. these up and I'm putting them in the freezer. No, I like, learned that I had to buy sure them a certain fresh. way. And if I did get obsessed with avocados again, I want them. I would probably go to one of those type of places and just outright buy a case of yeah, them. Yeah, that's good. Because I got tired of the guacamole packs. Like I yeah. just, I'd rather mess with a fresh avocado twice, once or twice a week. To get it in and get it like if I'm you know if I'm already not super crazy about it and trying to get creative with it, uh, I would rather have the actual original beast. No, yeah, because the struggle is absolutely yeah. real. But if you can get an avocado that is cryo packed like that, I would take that man. Give me, give yeah. me, a, give me a Captain America. And 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 the, and the avocado has to be perfect. It, yeah. It's so true. You can't have it a day early, and you can't have it a day late. No, the dude. struggle is real with avocados. All right, so and it was so frustrating. I ha- I bought two. First time I bought two. The last time I went to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. First time in a very long time. So today I got the avocado perfect. First time. Okay, I haven't bought avocado for myself in. It's probably been several years since I bought an actual avocado. Maybe six months to a year since I bought any of those guacamole packets or trays or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but I bought I bought some avocados. I'm trying to eat one or two a week. Go along with everything else. I'm trying to balance it out. I'm trying to eat. You know, I'm trying to eat super healthy, so I get bored with the foods that I. So I got. I really have to eat like everything that's possible. I'm a foodie. I have to eat it's everything tough. that's possible, so and I have tough. to do all kinds of combinations. Uh, and I'm getting I'm getting pretty good at it. I'm getting pretty good at it. I'm proud of myself. I'm half. Uh, I I had I've got a couple of concoctions. I'll probably bring them to the table next week because I since we didn't get together last week because of the snow. I did. I, I don't even have the stuff that I was prepped for last week. We're probably gonna have too much material anyway. We always have these good problems to have. Um, but so the avocado, I got it perfect. I brought it with me to work. I really wasn't even going to because I like wasn't excited about the avocado. I was like, I'll eat other stuff. I got some other food I'm bringing. There's other food there. I already had my day kind of mapped out. But I was like, I, if I don't eat this avocado now, and I had two, one of these two is going bad. And I, I, as as ambivalent as I was towards the avocado, I did did not want to peel one of those two avocados open to find any percentage of it that weird nasty gray death i don't want that i did not want that i refuse so i brought it with me peeled it open that thing was perfect perfect avocado i timed it was like it was not only the right day it was the right time of day perhaps bringing it into our place of work on that metal table in the back where we're allowed to eat it it was just like the right conditions right latitude and longitude everything this avocado was good to go and it's funny avocados are funny because they they attract attention if i was eating some broccoli Nobody would say anything, but you know, as soon as I start peeling up, so one per, it's funny because the, the the table's sort of out of the way, but it's also at a very important intersection where the back you can line, see it from three different angles. Yeah, yeah, it's at a, it's it, it, you know it's kind of secluded, but can also a lot of people will pass by. And it's heavy traffic, and just like you know, 
soon as I peeled it, first one person's like, ooh, ooh avocado. Mm-hmm. And 30 seconds later, another person walks by. What do you got there? Avocado! <laughs> <laughs> like another 45 seconds. Another person. Oh, what do you... Ooh, avocado! <laughs> I had five people. No, I've, no exaggeration. Five different people comment on it and act, and not just comment on it, not just say, oh, but all five people said the word avocado. It is a phenomenon. There's something about the human animal and avocado. Like, we love it. We, Especially we, the last couple years. It has been very trendy. Yes. It has been very it's trendy. It's one of those yeah. things that's been, like, coffee. God, there's been some awful marketing for avocados. Some terrible marketing for avocados. got really trendy. Like, I, I, I was wondering, like, I talk about how I have this ambivalence toward the avocado, and I wonder if the fact that it's been so trendy and some just the terrible, like, I think it was Subway. I don't remember who it was, but I remember avocado was the punchline to some commercial where they were having avocados on their sandwiches or pizza. Yeah, I know. Thinking that. Like, oh, that's like sure that was it. This whole commercial was terrible, but that was like the worst. Like, I hate, like, I hate you. I hate you, copywriters. I hate you. I almost went into copywriting. I got paid. I got one paid job as copywriter, and I mean, it was kind of cool. But I, I, you know, I don't want to be writing avocado. I don't want to have to be rapping, pushing something that I don't. I don't want to convince people to be eating this stuff and doing this. I don't know. I don't know. That's another story. That's another story. But. I, but I don't think that the marketing has anything to do with it. It is the actual taste because I used to love the taste of avocados. And today, even though it was perfect, I, I hit it with a lot of salt and pepper. And then I ate some of it. And then I went and got the lemon and the lime. And I was squirting that all well, over you know, it. I was gonna say and that. I was like, this is passable. I'm choking it down. If I was eating it as a side dish with something else, that would be a lot easier. This is going to give me a lot of options. Because yeah. I can do, if I, you know, I, I, I know how to get the avocado now. Like, I've become really good with food. I'm very good at cooking food to the point where it's just, you know, with a cast iron skillet. And those things are, those things are deadly. Those things will burn your food quick, man. Try to make an omelet in a cast iron skillet. I don't even mess with that. If I make an omelet, it's in the microwave. Because <laughs> I'm messing really? with the skillet. Well, if I'm messing with the skillet, I'm cooking over easy eggs, which is okay. also very tricky. But I very rarely mess it up. It's just, it's, 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 it's survival. Like, I have to do it. I have to figure it out. I want to control what's going on in my body, and I want to eat good food, and I don't want my food to be overcooked, and I don't want it to be undercooked. So, like, I'm, you know, so it is, it is you know, it's, I'm, I'm getting there. And so it'll be, I'm looking forward to figuring out how to, Time the the produce along with the meat, and it, it's another option. The avocado I will take advantage of, and I'm excited to reappreciate the avocado. But uh, this will hopefully be the last time ever that I eat just an avocado with nothing else because I'm over. Well, you know what the thing is, they're they're, they're very good it. for you. Salt, pepper, lemon, things. lime, still not enough to make me just sit down and eat one. I mean, I probably will tricky. again in a pinch. I probably would actually, but. But avocado is a natural grown product. It's, Maybe it's natural. Super good for you. Got um, all kinds of healthy the fats. The thing is, when you cut an avocado in half and then you take the core out, you have two halves, right? It's like when oh, you man, do put you your whip, toppings on it. If you whip that seed at somebody, you got a weapon, man. That's That avocado is going to help you survive in but the apocalypse. When you open it up, the thing is, the skin, the outside, the skin. You can kill somebody with avocado, that too, probably. Well, it's perfect for a bowl. Like you, like you said, you put the salt, the pepper, the lemon, oh, the lemon yeah. on top. Yeah. Like avocado was made for that as to open up like that and grab a spoon or a fork yeah. and eat it right out that way. It's almost like it was just naturally put here for us to do that. Mm. And avocado is one of those things that's very high in fat, but it's such a good fat for you. Oh, yeah. 
I, I want to say it's got omega-3s and omega-6s. I meant to look it up before we sat down. Uh, maybe I'll tell you next week, or maybe Gabby's going to find out now. I mean, it's great, especially for, like, protein. I mean, I know, like, bodybuilders and, and then people that are on high, like, you know, like, diets. It's a great fat for your body mm-hmm. to kind of kind of supplement so you're not just eating the fruits and berries or the veggies and berries. Yeah, I mean, and people want to be careful about how many fats they consume, but this is a good fat to consume. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to, I mean, you don't need to eat too many avocados. I feel like that one avocado, I'm good for at least three and a half days on my quota. I'm good. And the next time it's going to be part of a sandwich or something. And a little tip, if you're going to eat an avocado sandwich, if you're going to eat a sandwich that involves avocado, I recommend eating it on the spot. I would not prepare it and then plan to eat it later. Even the same day. Even the same day. Because what what the worst thing about the avocado, the thing, even though I'm not – crazy about the taste of the i think i need to i need to make me some guacamole because i love guacamole i haven't made i don't know if i've ever made guacamole you know they say put take the core when you make guacamole and keep it in the guacamole it should it helps it preserve it a little bit like just a little bit longer from turning brown i think lemon's supposed to do that too lemon and then the core yeah interesting um because i mean i love guacamole love guacamole it's dope i actually great on everything too many guacamole. I know that's different. A lot of people are like, "What? Are you serious?" Nah, I'm dude, like, "Yes, that I am." Good. That sounds like, good. I love garlic's garlic. great. So I mean, of course, garlic's some, a fantastic food. Garlic is one like of the garlic. De gallo. Garlic is one of the few like zero calorie, mm-hmm. zero consequence other than physical consequences of like smells and such. But mm-hmm. I mean, like zero consequence, good for you mm-hmm. foods to eat, and some of the absolute best flavor content. Mm-hmm. Absolute best. It packs a punch. Mm-hmm. So good. I love garlic. I think you didn't find it, Gabby. No. Okay. I did not. Your silence says it all. Meh. It doesn't matter. I don't really care right now if they have I mean, omega-3s, omega-6s, uh, okay, this, that, or the other. She's about to try to tell us about some Disney cruises. Mm-hmm. I know it. Yeah, I think it says it, says it has omega-3. Sweet. Gotta love that. Yep. Okay. Finally found it. <laughs> so the Nutribullet... Been a big fan. Something that's come talked about many, many times. I eat a Nutribullet a day. Mm-hmm. We had one today. Ooh. I actually nice. made it. What yeah, that is it? how I started my morning. Yeah, that, that was breakfast. It's a good way to start your morning. Yeah. Mm. What do you make? What'd you put in it? Uh, today, I put mostly spinach in it. It was like half spinach. And then the nice. rest was a mix of banana, a couple strawberries, I think it was mango, like one or two mangoes in each of ours, like little nice. little bite-sized pieces, raspberries. So you each had one? Yeah, we each had one. Nice. Raspberry, like black raspberries and red raspberries and blackberries. Or not blackberries, I'm sorry. Blackberries, raspberries, and blueberries. Looks like blueberries. Looks like mango. Looks like strawberries. Is that a little pineapple I see or is that the I mango? That's a mango. Pine- that's mango. That's the mango, okay. Nice. And banana. Like, so that, that answers that question. Super dope. Matthew J. Better. Looks like we have enough for tomorrow, too. Matthew yeah, J. I bought, Better instead approves. of buying, like, separate, um, like, strawberries, you know, blueberries and everything, I thought, for me, just because... Hey, man, know, whatever all, makes like, it easiest. Yeah, whatever make makes it Whatever easier. makes it the, the... You guys got... They got, like, some, some pre-chopped things, but it's it's it, it looks like it was... 
basically prepared in the store more yeah, or less. Yeah. So it's pretty much from fresh, fresh produce, freshly cut, and whatever makes it easiest mm-hmm. and most realistic to get into your body and yeah. not throw That's away. I, like yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I, uh, I definitely buy some. I almost bought. Okay, I, I was. It's funny because I was the last time I went to the store. I was going to buy when I when I got my two avocados. I was gonna get the pre cubed butternut squash, and then I saw that the little the little small tray couldn't I don't know eight ounces worth of butternut squash. I'm not sure. You know one one layer of uh you know like a six by eight six bucks, and the butternut squash itself was like two fifty. I'm like I really don't feel like dealing with that thing, like yeah. cutting that up and trying to cube it, but. Six bucks for that little, little so that that's insulting. Like I'm insulted right now. So yes, <laughs> I'm gonna buy. Pretty much paying for the convenience. Damn, I got a damn butternut squash sitting in my fridge, and I gotta go cube it. But I'm, I'm <laughs> all, I, I don't go to the restaurant for the next three days, so. I just don't. Good time. Yeah. Yeah. I got the produce. I got the mushrooms. I got so I got butternut squash. I got mushrooms. I got a yellow onion. And I think chicken is on the agenda, and perhaps that second avocado will get worked into the the mix somehow. I'm thinking I'm going to do some some sort of a stir fry. I've been getting kind of into mm-hmm. that that kind of stuff lately. Nice. That's what we've been we've made a bunch of stir fries lately, but we've used the cauliflower rice instead of nice. Yeah, rice. we used a freezer one. Nice. We we've learned that buying see buying fresh sometimes. I think the freezer is. Fu- I mean, the only issue with freezing vegetables is. And I'm not sure about cauliflower, mm-hmm. but if you try to freeze, like, I don't, I'm not even sure about broccoli, uh, but as far as leafy greens, if you freeze them, they lose all their nutritional value. I'm sure. They're not going to be, I don't think they're going to be bad for you. Yeah. And as far as the broccoli, the cauliflower rice, then you're talking about it being kind of like the onion, I guess, a mm-hmm. zero sum game where it's just, it's not bad for you. There might not be any nutrients there. Might not be as but much then nutritional you, but, content. But, but, but you're getting your carb, basically. You're yeah. getting, I mean, yeah. I guess there's going to be probably a, there's probably going to be some sort of, I don't But probably know. better the cauliflower rice than rice. Yeah. Much better. Oh, yeah. Oh, Even much better. Yeah. Even frozen. Because if it's just frozen, with, what I'm thinking is it's not, it's just going to be like nothing at all. Yeah, just almost, cutting out the carbs. It's going to be almost nothing at all, but you're still going to get the sensation, the experience of having quote-unquote rice. Yeah. I'm not we a cauliflower fan. Like when my, cauliflower is in my you, vegetable notice? medley, or if it's in my, you know, what I'm talking about is like whole cauliflower. Like you buy right. a head of cauliflower from the store, chop it yeah, up. Yeah, I've done that a few times. I feel like a little bit of PTSD from it. Yeah, like trying I to just get through an entire, not waste don't the care thing. For it. God, and then I've made it. I've made I've made a couple of Nutribullets with cauliflower, dude. Dude, it's gross. Some things are not <laughs> meant to be pureed. But no. the green peppers. Don't make a pe- don't make a no. pepper neutral bullet. Don't that's, even put one in there. You don't want that. That just sounds. It sounds like no, it would be dude, actually kind of spicy too. It's, it's just gaggy. It's not even spicy. <laughs> it's just bad. It's just some things are not meant to be drank. You know what's actually good in or a drunk, bullet, I think is broccoli or drunk. What I like broccoli. I put broccoli in my neutral bullet. Oh, I do too. I Usually it's, it's just good. the stalks because a lot of times I'll use the flowers for like eating. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if I don't, if, if, if I'm super busy and I haven't been sitting down to prepare a meal and I got extra florets, then those will go in the Nutribullet too. Yeah. Yeah. The only broccoli thing the florets, makes, bro- broccoli makes it into almost every one of my Nutribullets. When you put the florets in there though, you got to make sure you brush your teeth right afterwards. So yeah. you got that green stuff. All well, I don't there. do too many. I don't do too much broccoli. This is a small. I do. I'll put the spinach and then I'll put. Most of my Nutribullet is spinach. leafy greens. 
I'll put um, half full of spinach, and then I'll put a nice heaping hand of broccoli in there. Uh, a lot of times when I drink Nutribullets, I don't care about Mine's taste. a shallow hand. It's a shallow hand. Well, I do a hunk of ginger in every Nutribullet to really pull everything together and drown it out. So it doesn't taste like I'm just drinking lettuce. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't do that anymore. Well, that's what I do to fruit for. The fruit gives yeah. it just a, that little yeah. bit I of only like put a sugary. Bit of yeah. So for, for, for the record, you better maniacs out there, my Nutribullet most likely is two strawberries, about, uh, I don't know, uh, the tip of your pinky's worth of ginger. Maybe, maybe, down, maybe down to the second digit of your pinky. Maybe that much ginger. Is usually it's a spring mix organic if I can is uh, about a half to two thirds of it then a little bit of broccoli typically the stalks organic if I can and then some romaine along with some egg whites and some first cold pressed olive oil a little water and we're good to go another recurring theme I've gotten into many many times and I believe I already hinted at it in the intro shortly afterwards, was the raw side of humanity we get to see on the road. And I saw a little bit of it today. It was not a very controversial episode, but it was still something that made me think. I was sort of on my way to work, running some errands. And... I was at this intersection that is a five-way intersection. It's got a lot going on. And when you're behind red lights and you value that green, and when sometimes that green seems to be much more shorter-lived than it's supposed to be, it really makes you zero in on the stupidity of humanity. Because you're stuck at that light you gotta wait in the rotation again because somebody was dumb somebody was not paying attention probably texting and it's not fair probably texting possibly on some kind of a prescription medication or non-prescription medication or who knows changing the radio whatever and uh I just I I don't know. I just I I just wanted to scream from the rooftops that it is everyone's social responsibility to be efficient at traffic lights because some of us have places to go, and we are on a finite timeline with many responsibilities that we're juggling. Luckily today, I actually had plenty of time to burn, so I wasn't really that mad. I was a little irritated because I, I was still still ready to move up the road, figuratively, literally. Well, emotionally what kind of um rage do you do you actually get road rage where you get into it with the other person or no. do you just let it go like in your mind I've you're going never crazy never had an interaction where like i've i've actually had to experience someone face to face on the road uh oh actually no that's not true that's not true but it wasn't my rage this was when I, okay, I drove across the country. I took uh, the fateful cross-country road trip when I graduated from college. And in Montana, pretty sure it was Montana. I almost was going to say North Dakota. North Dakota was awful for different reasons. and Maybe we'll visit that later this week or another week. 
but uh, I was driving for... There were periods on this road trip, you know, we drove, and where you were on the road for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. and hours and hours and hours and hours. And There's just, nothing worse. You become... You get pretty good at it. It's fun in its own way. It's zen. There's a lot to it. It's interesting. It's a... You know, you explore a depth of your your being when you're doing things like that. When you're driving through hours of country where there's no radio stations, and then you find a radio station, and the only radio station is country, and even though you hate country, you love the radio station because you're done with all the CDs you brought, because this is back when people had CDs. <laughs> um, yeah, I still use CDs. I do too. I don't rely on them. Right. No, There's, no, no, but I still know, use them. Yeah, I st- yeah, I still do a bit. Um, I'll still make a mixtape. <clears throat> but, so in Montana, uh, I, bumped some, you know, I, mean, I was driving safe. I, you know what I mean? I was a pro by the end of it. By the Okay, so we went south to New Orleans, west to L.A. with a Vegas detour, north to... I believe Seattle is north of Olympia. We went to both of those cities and then back. And on the way back is Montana. So we're talking three-fourths of the way into the trip. At this point, I pretty much could drive while I was sleeping, but I never did. But there were times where I was driving kind of slow. And in Montana, on this highway, which was only one lane each way, highway... For, an ex- for I don't know how long it was. I don't know if it was five minutes. I don't know if it was 30 minutes. I was driving significantly under the speed limit. And finally, homeboy behind me tears off crazy around me and drives over the double line. And he, while he's passing me, facing what would have been oncoming traffic on the side of a mountain, two-lane highway. The, the I mean, I'm talking the major artery through a state. Like, I'm trying to get through Montana. I'm not, there's nothing in Montana that I'm trying to stop and see. I've heard that Montana's beautiful, and it was, and I ended up having a good time overall in Montana. Great trip. Highly recommend everybody drive across the country if you have the opportunity. I'd like to do it again someday. I'm pretty sure I will. But this man... On this mountain, on this two-lane highway, and and he's not in the truck. He's not in some Montana bear crawler all-terrain vehicle. He was in a four-cylinder sedan like I was. Mm. I mean, I was in a 2003 Dodge Neon, which is a badass car. If they kept making Neons, I was going to buy another Neon. They stopped making Neon, and they moved on to the Dart. And Mm -hmm. I thought about the Dart. But it was the very first year of the Dart. And I'm like, I was not going to buy the first year of a brand. Well, it was the revamp of a Dart. But I'm not going to buy the first first year of a new model. But the Dodge Neon treated me so well. It was a tank. Carried me across the country. But still, four-cylinder sedan. And this guy, if I was in a 2003 Neon, this dude, this like 57-year-old middle of the northern part of the country redneck overweight balding white dude mm-hmm. like I, I i i remember him he he was he he was give, he was not only giving me the finger and yelling at me 
because I was driving too slow. Like he was he when he veered around me, I just I, I pictured his like sixty five percent of his body hanging out the car just so I didn't miss him giving me the yeah. finger. Like I picture him up to his butt crack hanging out of his ninety four Toyota Tercel, careening around me on the side of a Montana mountain at sixty four miles an hour. I don't know. And uh so that was awful. Wait, why don't we bring up Montana? Why, how did that come up? What are we talking, talking about? Road rage. Okay, yeah, that guy's road rage. That guy's road rage. So, as as luck would have it, so there's not much going on in Montana when you're driving across the country. You got to stop where you got to stop and re up on supplies and bathroom and gas. And so our this guy, he was gone. At our next stop, it was a bar slash gift shop slash truck stop slash gas station and there was a slash something else in the middle of this conglomerate of buildings that was not even operational the bar is the where you go in (laughs) that's the main part and uh directed us to the bathrooms and where we could get supplies and everything and so we're in the back half of the building and we you know my girlfriend and i girlfriend at the time and I uh, came out back out to the bar section we saw Homeboy from the 94 Toyota Tercel or whatever the hell he was driving 93 Nissan did he recognize you? well we saw him before he saw us and uh, so (laughs) he was scrambling around the back half of the building for a few minutes just being like huh <laughs> that doesn't happen very often. No, bro. No, no, it does not. And it's like, okay, don't want to go out. Don't want to go to the bar. Don't want to go out that way. Do not. Do not. It's a huge place. Can we get out of the door? <laughs> the one running the gift shop is no. <laughs> you gotta go through the bar. That's it. It's the only way. It's like the Batcave in Montana. And, uh... So, we're running back and forth. I'm telling the gift shop woman, like... You know, with like eight seconds, I managed to tell the story about the mountain and the guy. And, you know, almost trying to run us off the road or mm. trying to fight us. He was telling me to pull over. I forgot that part. He was trying to get me to pull over. Oh, wow. He was... He had 60... He was up to his butt crack out the window of the Tercel... He was screaming at me. He was giving me the middle finger. And he was waving his big, big meat hook. Just pull over. Pull over. This guy was trying to get me to pull over. He wanted to meet me. And uh, luckily, he, he went on his way. Uh, and he went, he, uh, but then, you know, so then we saw. And I was trying to tell this woman this. I was trying to tell her everything. Uh, this guy, blah, 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 blah. And she was like, that guy? Him? Really? Him? Like, I get the sense that she knew him. So he's probably local, and there's not too many locals because it's Montana. Mm-hmm. It's the middle of bum f Montana. There's not much going on. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no there's no other option. There's nothing else to do. He's standing in the bar. It was probably his spot because it's the spot. There's mm-hmm. nothing else for a hundred, two hundred, three hundred miles. So I just walked straight from the back right up to him. And I get I get right up to him and I'm like, hey, it, you know, it's me. I'm sorry. 
I wasn't trying to drive slow or keep you down on the road or anything. Like, I'm uh, sorry, but driving for hours and hours and hours, real tired, not looking for any trouble. And he was just kind of like, uh, uh, duh. Okay, so he was tough behind the wheel. So he f- probably felt stupid. He probably mm-hmm. lost his mind behind the wheel and just was trying to get wherever, trying to, you know, go to his buddy's homemade meth lab or something <laughs> before he went to the bar or whatever. I don't know. There were a lot of billboards for meth out there. So that's the conclusion that I My drew. biggest thing on things like that are the way he acted, the way he was so concentrated on that, like... Up to his butt crack out the window of the car. The thing is... Nuts! Cars, I, Nuts! I hate when people drive like that. And I wish it could be caught on camera and something could be do, done to like revoke people's licenses that drive like that. I have so many people... I don't even know what I do wrong sometimes. But they'll go by me and they're honking I got both horn. sides of my car keyed. And I have no idea yeah. why. Like, I must have done something. I'm and sure it's the weird intersection across the street from our work. There's a weird intersection where everybody's idiocy is on display. And I have driven past people before that stop where they're not supposed to stop. There's a fake intersection before the real oh, intersection. Yeah. And people just don't get it. Stop here on red. Not here. And if no one stopped here and you're stopped here, I'm driving around you. Because I have to get to point B. On time. I have not factored you into my timeline. I need everybody obeying the law. Yeah, because the light won't change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that's why I got my car keyed. I have no idea. There's no other reason. There's nobody yeah, else. Nobody that I know time. is that I guess I was in all the way in the, over in the right-hand lane. At the I don't time. know why. Or now? I had somebody I flipping me off and cussing me out. and ready. Mm. To, it looked like they were ready to kill me. And I don't even know what I did wrong. They had plenty of room to go around me. I don't know what I was doing wrong. Mm. And um, my thing is like, now, knock on wood, I have never been in an automobile accident. And I, I take really? pride in that. Yes, wow. really. And I'm 33 years old. I haven't been in one. Um, I drive slow. Um, I, I just always know that... that, that yeah, people, I haven't been in one in years. And it is like I have a different approach. I have a different approach to driving than I used to. Like I I came close. I've I've as I've grown older, I take into account how dumb everybody is. And everybody's texting or on Xanax or whatever. (laughs) I don't trust people. The most important thing to do what they're supposed to do. To remember at all times, you're in a machine that weighs tons. Yeah. A lethal weapon. It will kill you. Mm -hmm. It will kill you. Is it really worth You can kill a lot of people, really? This could be a weapon of mass destruction if used in the right. Is anything really worth getting killed because somebody's going too slow, or because you don't like the way that person's driving, or they cut you off even though you didn't collide with each other? You're gonna make me late for work. That person cuts you off. Because I didn't give myself four more minutes because I'm an idiot. Like, is it really worth losing your life over or getting seriously hurt? I mean, there's also car accidents where it changes people's lives because you will be crippled. We really all do, myself included, need to leave four minutes earlier so that these things don't matter. Mm. That really would make a huge difference for so many people. Or just accept the responsibility. Mad. Hey, I'm late. <laughs> or that. Well, the other thing that drives me crazy is even if you speed. All right, some people are going maybe 10 miles faster than I'm so than paranoid you. about cops and getting tickets and How stuff. How many times have you had this person just speed by I you? drive nine and a half miles over the speed limit yeah. my whole life. Or they go around you because they think you're driving too slow or whatever the case is. Yeah. And they're in such a rush and they're so impatient. And then not well, even two minutes later. Well, that's what the potato later, for. But not even two minutes later, you're at the same stoplight as them. 
Yeah, I know. That's the best. <laughs> when people got to make eye contact or you got to make eye contact because you are a jerk. I sit there with this smirk. <laughs> I just sit there with this smirk like, wow. What's up, buddy? So that you'd be like singing to music. <laughs> like, Tell what happened to you on St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. What happened? Driving from work. And you said this guy was like on, just like riding your butt for just no reason. And oh, then yeah. On um, Crane Highway. I mean, I was going the speed limit. Thing is, I'm, it's 35 miles per hour. I was actually going like 36, 37. This guy's on me. I'm talking on. I didn't even see his headlights. He was so close to me. And then he went around me. And when he went around me, he was giving me this look. I, I think, I mean, it was dark, so I don't know if he flipped me off. But I could tell he was looking at me and doing stuff. And I'm just sitting there like, I'm kind of yelling like, like, you idiot. Go. Just go. Get away from He's me. He's on the phone with me while this is happening, too. Yeah. And then, um, and I do put the phone on speakerphone. I don't ever put it up to my yeah, ear. Yeah. I don't text. I don't do any of that. But then, not even a, not even uh, thirty seconds later, a cop's pulling them over. Nice. <laughs> I laughed. That's beautiful. I laughed so hard. Put the window down, laughing as I'm riding by. <laughs> Just nice. idiot. You idiot. Driving like that. I mean, it's St. Patrick's Day. It's like eleven o'clock at night, and you're driving like an imbecile. There's extra yeah, cops Hi- out. Because for those who don't know, Crane Highway is only a one lane each way. So he went... Well, parts of it are. Right? Wait. Is all of Crane Highway just one lane? No, there's there's two lanes at parts. You, there's turning lanes also. So I was parts. actually picturing some veterans. Parts. I was actually picturing another yeah. road. I was but picturing veterans. Sure for some reason... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, doesn't matter. I was driving I was picturing the slow. part of veterans that approaches Crane Highway when that was happening. Even though I was doing the speed limit... And doing like two miles over, that still wasn't fast enough for this guy. So he felt the need to just burn right by me, yeah. get mad at me, and then I wonder if he got mad at the cop that pulled him over for speeding and probably hmm. saw him going around me That's like awesome. that. Just idiots, <laughs> idiots. And I don't understand the I don't understand the impatience. I feel like if you have that type of impatience, you shouldn't be driving. Mm. You're well, it's nice people. to see that 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 justice get meted out right away. That, I talk to people all we the time. D- a lot of times, we just we have to just convince ourselves like, ooh, the universe will take care of itself, and that person will meet whatever they deserve. And well, I want I, talk to I want all the time. I want vengeance, but like I don't, I really don't believe in going mm-hmm. for vengeance or revenge or anything. It's not good. You're just opening yourself up to more bad karma down the road uh, definitely but it is it is somebody. nice when you get to see that it is nice when you get to see that that satisfaction it, that is mm, that's awesome i awesome. don't have enough fingers or toes to count how many times i've had a casual conversation whether they got in the car with me or they were following me somewhere or i was following them where i start the conversation where they start criticizing my driving like you know you can go in this lane you know you can go faster you know you can do this you know you can do that i don't even get mad what i do is then i ask Throughout the conversation, I just start asking simple questions like, oh, um, have you ever been in an accident before? <laughs> have you ever, you know, have you ever had a ticket? I start asking little witty questions like that. <laughs> and every time they feed me the information I need, they'll be like, well, I've totaled like two cars or I totaled my last Jesus. car. Or I've, I have like three tickets or I have a point on my license or whatever. And then I just have the same response every time. Oh, because I have zero. Yeah, I have zero, and I have one speeding ticket in my life. Nice, one that I've gotten nice. a ticket for. I've been pulled over for speeding a little bit, you know, and on certain roads because I do think there's certain roads you naturally go faster on that you don't realize is that slow. Mm. 
It has happened. I've been pulled over for I've it. I've gotten speeding tickets. I've gotten accidents, but it's been years. Like, yeah. I just, I changed my outlook on driving. And, and I don't always drive super conservative like I get the sense you do. Because I am, I, I allow myself, you know, a set amount of time to get from point A to point B, typically to work. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm trying to get so much done, I really do push that exodus time and sometimes if i'm like four minutes over i gotta make sure i am as efficient as possible on the road so i will be playing frogger and weaving in and out of traffic well you know another thing but but i also you know i'm I'm still not i still will be late if i need to be late i'm not going to be dangerous i'm i'm not even going to risk getting a speeding ticket like Mm -hmm. i said earlier i wasn't joking nine and a half miles over the posted speed limit Around these parts, I mean, if you're out in Montana or, or or somewhere, I don't know about Montana, but somewhere where the cops are bored, maybe the eastern shore of good old Maryland here, mm-hmm. you you might nine and a half miles over the speed limit might get you a ticket, but it's not it's not around here, not in good old. Anne well, Arnold today's County. day and age, it's also nice because you can find so many ways to get things, especially that this is the age of Amazon. This is the age oh, of so you be more you efficient with your time. Is that what uh, you're, well, uh, if I don't or... have to drive, I won't. And mm. I try not to drive as much as humanly possible. You. And another reason is because of other people driving. Look, I know how I drive. People are dumb. I see it. I, I know I'm it. safe, but I can't rely on other people to have that same respect. Um, I'm a firm believer in I'd like to see the, the driving limit go up. I like to see them get their you know, driving permits at 16 and then have be accompanied by adult until they're about 18, 19 years old. And I'm dead serious about that because I think a lot of kids... That could make it a lot harder for people to grow, to, to take on more responsibility earlier though. Well, they can... Because I mean, if you're talking about people going to jobs and stuff or would that be like an exemption? Because I think that might have been an exemption for a learner's permit. If you were driving to work, you're good. Now, that makes sense, and that, that would be an exemption, but kids are really bad at driving. Um, <laughs> yeah, they are. 16 is young. Um, that's just how I feel about it. And, I th- and, and, and by the way, until you're 18 years old, if you're 16, you're more than likely going to be living with your parents until you're 18 anyway. So that's why I'm not so against. Like I just think it's a huge responsibility, and I think so many people abuse it. It's funny you bring up this road rage thing because it's just it's a sensitive topic to me. I hate the way people drive, mm. and I hate the way they they don't realize. Well, I brought up the road. You went to the road rage. Look, they're not affecting their own lives when they do this stuff. They're affecting other people. They're affecting people like me or you who's just trying to get to work mm. in a safe and timely manner. You know who might take the time to go. You might be. Homeboy let us go out of Montana. By the way, he was yeah. he was fine. He was he was okay. We didn't really have too many more words beyond that. But I think he felt like a fool. But this we is we just didn't that we ended up nuts. driving past the campsite we were going to use though. There was gonna we were going to camp nearby, and we we're like mm, we're probably okay. But um, let's drive another hour. Yeah. F it. Let's just. Yeah, let's go. This we're gonna leave. Let's not stay here. Mm-hmm. No, no. We're good. I agree and, with you on the the driving age. Me and my mom actually had this conversation with all the stuff that's going on in the politics right now with all the you know guns and everything. And my mom is a firm believer that people, what I guess something that bothers her so much is how there's she feels like there's so much many more accidents nowadays because of people getting distracted on their phones and their yeah. cars and everything. It's and crazy. Like, a lot of people, you know, are saying how many kids are getting killed in, you know, school shootings and this and that. You know what the number one killer of teenagers is? Car accidents. Oh, yeah. Car accidents. I know that. 
and it's crazy because they're so not many. Being yeah, people are too comfortable. Or... People are too comfortable in their cars, and like I've got my, I've seriously got my head on a swivel. And if I'm, you know, when I'm not leaving for work four to six minutes later than I usually mm-hmm. do, and especially you know most of the other time when I'm going anywhere else. I'll slow down if I see the lights turning yellow. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like I'm building my traffic karma or something. Like I just, or it's just like you just, just, it's unnecessary. Like what's another two minutes or five minutes or eight minutes or whatever? It's whatever you know. It's not worth it. It's just not it's not. It's not worth it. Was and I really do feel like it's building up a thing. So that in those cases where I am pushing it, you know, I'm still pretty careful, but it's still giving me a little bit of a. I don't know, spiritual cushion on the road or something mm-hmm. like that. Some I don't know. Might, might and unless you're on a highway and you're going like ninety miles per hour the whole way, that's never going to be. You many. don't get anywhere unless faster. unless the posted speed limit is eighty or eighty point five. Yeah, <laughs> not going to be going ninety. Like you're anywhere. Just, you're not going anywhere. anywhere faster. You're just not, and that's fact. I don't want to learn what an Idaho cop is like. Yeah. I'm good. I don't want to yeah. know. I just don't. I don't want to ever have to find out. They're probably great. Most cops are great. I don't want to find out. I think that's good. We hope you had fun at the table. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to record an entire episode, presumably about movies, on uh, the first installment of Just Dessert. We love it when you come by and really appreciate your time. Please tell your friends about us. Like, share, retweet, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud, where you, rookie fight fans and seasoned vets, can also find Better Fight Cast. Your tightest coverage of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts. Pierce best sport you can follow. Follow Joe Newbauer at Jonas MMA, Gabriel Tambone at Gabby underscore T, and me, Matt Crocomo Jr. and Matthew J. Better. We love you guys, girls. Peace! <laughs> <laughs>